a certain godly supplication by certain inhabitants of Norfolk and Suffolk. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A certain godly supplication exhibited by certain inhabitants of the county of Norfolk to the commissioners come down to Norfolk and Suffolk, April A.D. 1556, fruitful to be read and marked of all men. In most humble and lowly wise we beseech your honours, right honourable commissioners, to tender and pity the humble suit of us poor men and true, faithful and obedient subjects, who, as we have ever heretofore, so intend we, with God's grace, to continue in Christian obedience unto the end, and according to the holy word of God, with all reverent fear of God, to do our bounden duty to all those superior powers whom God hath appointed over us, doing, as St. Paul saith, let every soul be subject to the superior powers, for there is no power but of God, and those powers that are, are ordained of God. Wherefore, whosoever resisteth the powers, the same resisteth God, and they that resist get themselves judgment. Romans 13. These lessons, right honourable commissioners, we have learnt of the holy word of God in our mother tongue. First, that the authority of a king, queen, lord, or other their officers under them is no tyrannical usurpation, but a just, holy, lawful, and necessary estate for man to be governed by, and that the same is of God, the fountain and author of righteousness. Secondly, that to obey the same in all things not against God is to obey God, and to resist them is to resist God. Therefore, as to obey God in his ministers and magistrates bringeth life, so to resist God in them bringeth punishment and death. The same lesson we have learnt of St. Peter, saying, Be ye subject to all human ordinances for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king, as to the most highest, or to the lieutenants sent from him to the punishment of evildoers, but to the praise of such as do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye should stop the mouths of foolish and ignorant men, as free, and not as having the liberty to be a cloak to malice, but as the servants of God. 1 Peter 2 wherefore considering with ourselves both that the magistrate's power is of god and that for the lord's sake we are bound to christian obedience unto them having now a commandment as though it were from the queen's majesty with all humble obedience due to the regal power and authority ordained of god which we acknowledge to stand holy and perfectly in her grace and with due reverence unto you her grace's commissioners we humbly beseech you with patience and pity to receive this our answer unto that commandment given unto us First, right honourable commissioners, we have considered ourselves to be not only Englishmen, but also Christians, and therefore bound to the holy vow made to God in our baptism, to prefer God's honour in all things, and that all obedience, not only of us mortal men, but even of the very angels and heavenly spirits, is due unto God's word. Insomuch that no obedience can be true and perfect, either before God or man, that wholly and fully agreeeth not with God's word. Then have we weighed the commandment concerning the restitution of the late abolished Latin service given unto us, to dissent and disagree from God's word, and to command manifest impiety, and the overthrow of godliness and true religion, and to import a subversion of the regal power of this our native country and realm of England, with the bringing in of the Romish bishop's supremacy, with all errors, superstitions, and idolatry wasting of our goods and bodies destroying of our souls bringing with it nothing but the severe wrath of god which we already feel and fear lest the same shall be more fiercely kindled upon us 
wherefore we humbly protest that we cannot be persuaded that the same wicked commandment should come from the queen's majesty but rather from some other abusing the queen's goodness and favour and studying to work some feat against the queen her crown and the realm to please with it the roman bishop at whose hands the same thinketh hereafter to be advanced they refer to Haman and others as examples of evil counsellors, and urge that every Christian man must needs, if God will so call them, gladly suffer all manner of persecution and lose their lives in the defence of God's word and truth. We humbly beseech the Queen's Majesty, and you, her honourable commissioners, be not offended with us for confessing this truth of God, so straightly given us in charge of Christ neither bring upon us that great sin that never shall be forgiven and shall cause our saviour jesus christ in the great day of judgment before his heavenly father and all his angels to deny us and to take from us the blessed price and ransom of his bloodshedding wherewith we are redeemed matthew ten for in that day neither the queen's highness neither you nor any man shall be able to excuse us nor to purchase a pardon of christ for this horrible sin and blasphemy of casting aside and condemning his word we cannot agree or consent unto this so horrible a sin but we beseech god for his mercy to give us and all men grace most earnestly to flee from it and rather if the will of god be so to suffer all extremity and punishment in this world than to incur such damnation before god they then refer to the scriptures which state that the introduction of idolatry by jeroboam and manasseh brought wrath upon the jews this most heinous offence is now offered unto us although the same be pained and coloured with the name of reformation restoring of religion ancient faith with the name of the catholic church of unity catholic truth and with the cloak of feigned holiness these are sheepskins under the which as christ saith ravening wolves cover themselves but christ willeth us to look upon their fruits whereby we may know them and truly that is no good fruit to cast aside god's word and to banish the english service out of the churches and in the place of it to bring in a latin tongue unknown unto the people which as it edifieth no man so it hath been occasion of all blindness and error among the people for before the blessed reformation it is known what blindness and error we were all in when not one man in all this realm unlearned in the latin could say in english the lord's prayer or knew any one article of his belief or rehearse any one of the ten commandments and that ignorance mother of mischief was the very root and wellspring of all idolatry monkery licentious unchastity of unmarried priests of all whoredom drunkenness covetousness swearing and blasphemy with all other wicked sinful living these brought in the severe wrath and vengeance of god plaguing sin with famine and pestilence and at last the sword consumed and avenged all their impiety and wicked living as it is greatly to be feared the same or more grievous plagues shall now again follow we cannot therefore consent nor agree that the word of god and prayers in our english tongue which we understand should be taken away from us and for it a latin service we wot not what for none of us understand it be again brought in amongst us especially seeing that christ hath said my sheep hear my voice and follow me and i give to them everlasting life john ten the service in english teaches us that we are the lord's people and the sheep of his pasture and god commandeth that we harden not our hearts as when they provoked the lord's wrath in the wilderness lest he swear unto us as he did swear unto them that they should not enter into his rest the service in latin is a confused noise which if it be good as they say it is yet unto us that lack understanding what goodness can it bring st paul commandeth that in the churches all things should be done to edifying which we are sure is god's commandment 
but in the latin service nothing is done to edifying but contrarily all to destroy those that are already edified and to drive us from god's word and truth and from believing of the same and so to bring us to believe lies and fables that tempting and provoking god we should be brought into that judgment which blessed paul speaketh of saying antichrist shall come according to the working of satan with all manner of power and signs and lying wonders in all deceivableness of unrighteousness in those that perish because they have not received the love of the truth that they might be saved and therefore god will send them strong delusion that they should believe lies and be damned as many as have not believed the truth but have approved unrighteousness thus altogether drawn from god we shall fall into his wrath through unbelief till he swears unto us as to the unfaithful jews that such infidels shall not enter into his rest in the administration of the lord's supper which we confessed to be the holy communion and partaking with christ and his holy congregation we have learnt god's holy commandments and at the rehearsal of every one of them to ask god for mercy for our most grievous transgressions against them and to ask grace of god to keep them in time to come that the same may not only outwardly sound in our ears but also inwardly by the holy ghost be written in our hearts we have learnt the holy prayer made for the queen's majesty wherein we learn that her power and authority is of god therefore we pray to god for her that she and all magistrates under her may rule according to god's word and we her subjects obey according to the same truly most honourable commissioners we cannot think these things evil but think them most worthy to be retained in our churches and we would think ourselves not to have true subjects hearts if we should go about to put away such godly prayers as put us perpetually in memory of our bounden obedience and duty to god and our rulers for as we think at this present the unquiet multitude had more need to have these things more often and earnestly beaten and driven into them now given in many places to stir and trouble than to take from them that blessed doctrine whereby only they may to their salvation be kept in quiet they then urged the superior spiritual advantages of the sacrament of the lord's supper as lately administered in english compared to the sacrament of the latin mass the priests complain that we laymen love them not nor have them in honour but it is their own fault for how should we love them that only seek to keep us in blindness and ignorance to damn our souls to destroy our bodies to rob and spoil our goods and substance under a colour of pretended holiness we know right honourable commissioners what honour is due to such wolves and how by the authority of god's word such are to be fled as pestilences to the lord's lambs whom they miserably daily murder but we have rather chosen by this our meek supplication humbly to desire the queen's majesty and you her honourable commissioners to render god's word again unto the churches and to permit us freely to enjoy the same for we certainly know that the whole religion lately set out by the holy saint of god our late most dear king edward is christ's true religion written in the holy scripture of god and by christ and his apostles taught unto his church wherefore we cannot allow with safe consciences this refusal of it and casting of it out of our churches forasmuch as to refuse cast off and to reject it is to cast off christ himself and to refuse our part in his blessed body broken for our sins and his blood shed for our redemption which thing whoso doth the same without repentance can look for no sacrifice for his sins but most fearfully waits for the judgment and for that vehement fire that shall destroy christ's adversaries 
for if he that despised the law of moses was without mercy put to death under two or three witnesses how much more grievous torments shall he suffer that treadeth under foot the son of god and esteemeth the blood of the testament whereby he was sanctified as a profane thing and contumulously useth the spirit of grace wherefore we most humbly pray and beseech the queen's gracious majesty to have mercy and pity upon us her poor and faithful subjects and not to compel us to do that which is against our consciences and so incurably wound us in heart by bringing into the church the latin mass and service that nothing edifieth us and casting out of christ's holy communion and english service so causing us to sin against our redemption for such as willingly and wittingly against their consciences shall so do as it is to be feared many do they are in a miserable state until the mercy of god turn them which if he do not we certainly believe that they shall eternally be damned and as in this world they deny christ's holy word and communion before men so shall christ deny them before his heavenly father and his angels and whereas it is very earnestly required that we should go in procession as they call it at which time the priests say in latin such things as we are ignorant of the same edifieth nothing at all unto godliness and we have learnt that to follow christ's cross is another matter namely to take up our cross and to follow christ in patient suffering for his love in tribulations sickness poverty prison or any other adversity whensoever god's holy will and pleasure is to lay the same upon us the triumphant passion and death of christ whereby in his own person he conquered death sin hell and damnation hath most lively been preached unto us and the glory of christ's cross declared by our preachers whereby we learnt the causes and effects of the same more lively in one sermon than in all the processions that ever we went or shall go in when we worship the divine trinity kneeling and in the litany invocating the father the son and the holy ghost asking mercy for our sins and desiring such petitions as the need of our frail estate and this mortal life requires we were edified both to know unto whom all christian prayers should be directed and also to know that of god's hand we receive all things as well to the salvation of our souls as to the relief of our mortal necessities and we humbly beseech the queen's majesty that the same most holy prayers may be continued amongst us that our ministers pray in our mother tongue and we understanding their prayers and petitions may answer amen unto them at evening service we understand our ministers prayers we were taught and admonished by the scriptures then read which in the latin evensong is all gone at the ministration of holy baptism we learnt what league and covenant god had made with us and what vows and promises we upon our part had made namely to believe in him to forsake satan and his works and to walk in the way of god's holy word and commandments the christian catechism continually taught and called to remembrance the same whereas before no man knew anything at all and many good men of sixty years that had been godfathers to thirty children knew no more of the godfather's office than to wash their hands ere they departed the church or to fast five fridays on bread and water o merciful god have pity upon us shall we be altogether cast from thy presence we may well lament our miserable estate to receive such a commandment to reject and cast out of our churches all these most godly prayers instructions admonitions and doctrines and thus to be compelled to deny god and christ our saviour his holy word and all his doctrine of our salvation the candle to our feet and the light to our steps the bread coming down from heaven the water that giveth life which whoso drinketh it shall be in him a well-spring streaming unto eternal life whereby we have learnt all righteousness all true religion all true obedience towards our governors all charity one towards another all good works that god would have us to walk in 
what punishment abideth the wicked, and what heavenly reward God will have to those that reverently walk in his ways and commandments. Wherefore, write honourable commissioners, we cannot without impiety refuse and cast from us the holy word of God, which we have received, or condemn anything set forth by our most godly late King Edward and his virtuous proceedings, so agreeable to God's word. And our most humble suit is that the commandment may be revoked, so that we be not constrained thereunto. For we protest before God, we think if the holy word of God had not taken some root amongst us, we could not in times past have done that poor duty of ours, which we did in assisting the Queen, our most dear Sovereign, against her grace's mortal foe, that then sought her destruction. It was our bounden duty, and we thank God for that knowledge of his word and grace, that we then did some part of our bounden service. And we meekly pray and beseech the Queen's Majesty for the dear passion of Jesus Christ, that the same word be not taken away out of her churches, nor from us her loving, faithful, and true subjects, lest, if the like necessity should hereafter befall, which God for his mercy's sake forbid, and ever save and defend her grace, and us all, the want of knowledge and due remembrance of God's word may be occasion of great ruin to an infinite number of her grace's true subjects. And truly, we judge this to be one subtle part of the devil, that enemy to all godly peace and quietness, that by taking God's word from amongst us and planting ignorance, he may make a way to all mischief and wickedness, and by banishing the holy gospel of peace, he may bring upon us the heavy wrath of God, with all manner of plagues, as death, strange sickness, pestilence, murrain, and most terrible uproars, commotions, and seditions. They then refer to the judgments Isaiah 6, Micah 7. The same plagues, we are afraid, will also fall upon us, for whereas heretofore, with the receiving of Christ's word and peaceable gospel, we had great benedictions of God, especially this Christian concord and holy peace, so that all were at full and perfect stay in religion, no man offended with another, but as the sons of peace, each of us with Christian charity embraced each other. Now, alas for piety, the devil, riding upon the red horse, showed unto St. John in the Revelation, is come forth, and power is given unto him to take peace from the earth. For now a man can go to no place, but malicious busybodies curiously search out his deeds, mark his words, and if he agrees not with them in despising God's word, then will they spitefully and hatefully rail against him and it, calling it error and heresy, and the professors thereof heretics and schismatics, with other odious and despiteful names, as traitors and not the queen's friends, not favourers of the queen's proceedings, as if to love God's word were heresy, and as though to talk of Christ were to be schismatics, as though none could be true to the queen that were not false to God, as though none were the queen's friends but such as despitefully rail on her grace's father and brother, and on God's word that they set forth, as though none favoured the queen's majesty but such as hate all godly knowledge. They describe the things urged as inventions of popes, and we poor subjects for speaking of that which is truth and our bounden allegiance are daily punished railed upon and noted for seditious and not the queen's friends but god who is blessed for ever knoweth that they slander us and pull the thorn out of their own foot and put it in ours for the searcher of hearts knoweth that we bear a faithful and true heart unto her grace and unto all her proceedings that are not against god and his holy word and we pray daily unto the heavenly father to lighten her grace's royal heart with the glorious light of his gospel that she may establish and confirm that religion that her grace's brother our most dear king did set out amongst us and so governing and ruling this her realm in the fear and true way of god she may long live and with prosperity peace and honour reign over us 
but we cannot think that those men do seek either god's honour or her grace's prosperity or wealth of the realm that take god's word from her grace's faithful subjects which only is the root of all love and faithful obedience under her grace and of all honesty good life and virtuous concord among her commons and this we fear lest the root being taken away the branches will soon wither and be fruitless and when the philistines have stopped up the well-spring the fair streams that should flow shall soon be dried up all our watchmen our true preachers have taught us that as long as we retained god's word we should have god our gracious merciful father but if we refused and cast off the lord's yoke of his doctrine then shall we look for the lord's wrath and severe visitation to plague us as he did the jews for the like offences and paul saith god gave to them the spirit of unquietness and uproar eyes wherewith they should not see and ears wherewith they should not hear until this day romans eleven and as david said let their table be made a snare to take themselves withal a trap to catch them and a stumbling-block to fall at let their eyes be blinded that they see not and bow thou down their backs always psalm sixty nine o merciful god all this is now come upon us and daily more and more increased and we fear at last it will so bow down our backs that we shall utterly be destroyed the troublesome spirit of uproars and unquietness daily troubleth men's hearts and worketh such unquietness in all places that no man that loveth quietness can tell where to place himself men have eyes and see not how grievous offence it is to cast off the yoke of god's doctrine and to bear the heavy burden that unfaithful hypocrites lay upon us we have ears and hear not the warning of god's word calling us to true repentance nor his threats against our impiety our most sweet table of christ's word and most holy communion is taken away and turned to a most perilous snare through the brawling disputations of men and as the idol of abomination betokened final subversion unto the jewish nation so we fear this setting aside of the gospel and holy communion of christ and the placing in of romish religion betokens desolation to be had at hand of this noble realm of england for the plagues of hunger pestilence and sword cannot long tarry but except we repent and turn again to the lord our backs shall be so bowed that the like horrible plagues were never seen and no marvel for the like offence was never committed as to reject and cast off christ and his word and in plain english to say we will not have him to reign over us o lord how terrible is it that followeth in the gospel those mine enemies that would not have me to reign over them bring them hither and slay them before me god be merciful unto us and move the queen's majesty's heart and the hearts of her honourable council and your hearts right honourable commissioners to weigh these dangers in due time and to call god's word into your council and then you shall see how it agreeeth with this bishop-like commandment and be as wary to avoid the contempt of the eternal god and dangers of the same as you are prudent and wise in matters of this world lest if the almighty be condemned he stretch forth his arm which no man can turn and kindle his wrath that no man can quench we have humbly opened unto you our consciences doubtless sore wounded and grieved by this commandment and we meekly pray and beseech the queen's majesty for the precious death and bloodshedding of jesus christ our saviour to have mercy and pity upon us her gracious poor commons faithful and true subjects members of the same body politic whereof her grace is supreme head all our bodies goods lands and lives are ready to do her grace faithful obedience and true service of all commandments that are not against god and his word but in these things that import a denial of christ and refusal of his word and holy communion we cannot consent or agree unto it 
for we have bound ourselves in baptism to be christ's disciples and to keep his holy word and ordinances and if we deny him before men he will deny us before his heavenly father and his holy angels in the day of judgment which we trust her benign grace will not require of us and we humbly beseech her majesty that we be not enforced unto it but as we serve her grace with body and goods and due obedience according to god's commandment so we may be permitted freely to serve god and christ our saviour and keep unto him our souls which he hath with his precious blood redeemed so that as christ teacheth we may render to caesar that which is due to caesar and to god that which is due to god for we think it no true obedience unto the queen's highness or to any other magistrate ordained of god under her to obey in things contrary to god's word although the same be ever so straitly charged in her grace's name the bishop of winchester hath truly taught in that point in his book of true obedience that true obedience is in the lord and not against the lord as the apostles answered before the council at jerusalem commanding them no more to preach in the name of the lord jesus judge you said they whether it be right in the sight of god to hear you rather than god and again they said we must obey god rather than man wherefore we learn that true obedience is to obey god king of all kings and lord of all lords and for him in him and not against him and his word to obey the princes and magistrates of this world who are not truly obeyed when god is disobeyed nor yet disobeyed when god is faithfully obeyed they then refer to the examples of daniel and others wherefore we humbly beseech the queen's majesty with pity and mercy to tender the lamentable suit of us her poor subjects who are by this commandment sorely hurt and wounded in our consciences and driven to many miseries and by the malicious attempts of wicked men suffer great wrongs and injuries slanders loss of goods and bodily vexations we think not good by any unlawful stir or commotion to seek remedy but intend by god's grace to obey her majesty in all things not against god and his holy word but unto such ungodly bishop-like commandments as are against god we answer with the apostles god must be obeyed rather than man if persecution shall ensue which some threaten us with we desire the heavenly father according to his promise to look from heaven to hear our cry to judge between us and our adversaries to give us faith strength and patience to continue faithfully unto the end and to shorten these evil days for the sake of his chosen and so we faithfully believe he will they then fervently beseech the queen to permit the holy word of god and true religion set forth by king edward to be restored again unto our churches to be frequented amongst us so shall we grow and increase in the knowledge of god and of christ in true repentance and amendment of life so shall we exhibit true obedience to our lawful magistrates and all superiors ordained of god so shall love and charity of late through this commandment so decayed be again restored the honour of her regal estate the more confirmed and established and godliness and virtuous life among her loving subjects increased and maintained and we most heartily pray you right honourable commissioners to be means unto the queen's highness and to her honourable council that this our humble suit may be favourably tendered and graciously heard and granted and we shall not cease day and night to pray unto the heavenly father long to preserve her grace and all other magistrates in his fear and love and in prosperous peace and wealth with long life and honour amen your poor suppliants the lovers of christ's true religion in norfolk and suffolk end of a certain godly supplication by certain inhabitants of norfolk and suffolk <laughs>